0: This is the day that the Lord has made Let us rejoice and be glad in it You'll listen to another great episode of Free on the Inside with Minister Lewis And this morning, this morning, this morning We're going to kick back and relax and listen to some praise music this morning I uh, thank you for tuning in to this weekly podcast Uh, Comes out every Saturday morning from uh, 8 to 9. Our sponsor is Granted Place Ministry. Granted Place Ministry is a nonprofit ministry that meet the uh, the needs of our young men and women at risk. Grand Place Ministry is going over to the Henry Wade Juvenile Center today at 12 to 1 to encourage our young men to be strong in the Lord, encourage our young ladies to be strong in the Lord. The Juvenile Center with at the uh, Henry Wade that's located in Dallas, Texas, is a juvenile facilities and intake and also a uh, case management center for young men and women that's uh, from the ages of 12 to 16, and 17 years old, 16 and 17, 12 to uh, the maximum age of 17, and you get 16, 17-year-olds that's also incorporated there. So we ask you to kick back and relax and enjoy this program. And, again, I'm your host, Minister Joy Lewis, and you're listening to Free on the Inside. We'll be back with you shortly. Grab your cup of coffee and just reflect on the goodness of God and what out here has done for you and through you this week. Amen. Be back with you shortly. Too free on the inside ministry. All, the focus
1: of our all I want to do.
0: To another great episode of Free on the Inside Ministry, your host Mr. Joy Lewis, and we pray that you're being blessed by what you're hearing today. And we're gonna continue with the with the praise music. We encourage you to call into the program at 982 three one zero nine eight two forty one twenty six. Amen. That's the call-in number. You too could be uh you could lend your voice to the program. We have a. A couple of callers on the line there, we'll be getting back with them, and we pray that you enjoy this week like, once again. And, you know, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us, let us, let us rejoice in it and give him praise. I don't care what you've been through this week. God is greater than anything that you ever faced last week. And guess what? Anything that you will face today, he's greater. And tomorrow, he Will be greater than anything that you will face tomorrow Because he holds tomorrow in his very hand And he holds you in his right hand The hand of power, of might, and of strength We'll get back to the music here And then we'll bring in our callers, uh uh shortly afterwards So kick back, enjoy and get, Grab your cup of coffee and just relax on this beautiful Saturday morning Come
1: everybody all over Open your mouth and worship Lift your hands and bless them in the Oh, y'all gotta come on, say, My Hallelujah. My hallelujah to you. From the bottom of your heart, lift your voice. My Hallelujah. My Hallelujah. Then yeah. we simply say, we oh,
0: Just finished listening to some beautiful uh, praise from JJ Houston and use for praise. You deserve it. You know you deserve it. Have you ever thought about it? You deserve it all. Isn't God good to you in spite of everything that you've done to yourself? God still came through. We're going to open up the phone line. We have our co host on the line here, uh, Brother Richard Daniels. He's going to join us in the conversation and just encourage you to be strong in the Lord. Good morning, Brother Daniel.
2: Lord and Reverend Lewis, how you doing, bro? I'm, Brighton,
0: I'm doing blues, great. We're doing great, man. We start to show out with some praise music, man. And, you know, because sometimes your spirit needs to be lifted up, man. Lifted mm. up, you know, in the music, man. That last tune, I understand that you deserve it, brother. You know, i done a lot of stuff that I don't deserve, man. But God saw enough in me. God called me faithful, man, that he blessed me with a new day. We don't deserve to be living today. You know, we
1: could have died I in our we didn't deserve to live tragedies of past experience, but God said that you deserve it, man.
0: That's awesome, brother. If I don't say Amen. that, that's okay, man. They just said, and you know, and just encouraged you and everyone that's listening that you deserve this, man. Regardless of what the enemy say, that's awesome, now, brother. I remember Amen. my time of affliction. I remember the things I went through, man. And then God put a roof on my head, put food on my table, man. Gave me a reasonable portion of health and strength. And clothe me in my right mind, a man to praise him, the a, right, a man to know that it's God that did it and not myself, man. We do a lot of things, brother. I'm talking about in, in, uh, in society, but we have to realize that it all starts with God.
1: Amen. You
2: said You said a mouthful, brother Lewis. And today i like to ask, uh, I also like to thank God. I thank God. I thank God. So, Alana, like you said, Alana, we so we even wake up today to see the day, to see the Saturday. So, uh, what's, yes, up for this, what's up for this, what's for this week today, uh, Reverend Lewis? What we got on the agenda for the day?
0: Uh, today? Today with Blog Talk Radio, we're just going to do some praise music. We have a guest that's going to come up next weekend. We've been missing each other. And last week we had a problem when I was stu- in the studio. We couldn't connect properly, so we had to postpone that guest. And uh, so we're gonna bring him in next week. Uh, he's no stranger to the program, but they're doing a uh, upcoming event next month because this is designated as Asthma Awareness uh, Month. It's coming up here, I believe it's in November. And so he runs a um, uh, asthmatic uh, mobile uh, unit, and they'll go around to the different uh, assigned zip codes and also to the school and check uh, and check the kids for rela- uh, asthma-related illnesses and get them the proper care, and just inform them. So we think Nurse Nor- uh, Norris and his wife is going to be on the program next weekend, and, so, uh, and they're going to talk to us about asthma and the affected zip codes. Because he said that some zip codes are more susceptible to asthma than other zip codes. And I got to wonder, why is that? You know, why? Why is the 1-6 higher than the 38? I'm talking about 75216 versus 75238. Why is it more... Related illnesses in that zip code and in another zip
2: code, and so you know what to think about our environment, our environment, our environment and so okay what 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 the zip code got to do with um, Lewis, is, you know like uh let's say uh, uh asthma is basically really it's a an allergy, and uh any, any different zip codes you got uh vegetation. You got pollen, you got trees, and all this. These kinds of things that's putting these uh, uh, stuff in the atmosphere, in the air. And you breathing it in. So I and guess... You're me, maybe, uh,
0: okay, are oh, you telling me that the undeveloped neighborhood or the uh, neighborhood that's maybe overgrown foliage may be contributing to some of the asthma-related illnesses?
2: Yeah, 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 trees. Weeds, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever's putting this stuff off in the atmosphere and you're breathing it in.
0: What about some companies? You know, yeah, I remember companies,
1: back in some, some LA, companies have this might have.
0: Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Lead smeltering companies and stuff What LED about Lead smelter like
2: that? It. Yeah, yeah, putting this stuff in the atmosphere. Mm,
0: brother Daniel. Some I think you're
2: uh, on Some places might have a lot of uh, pets, might be uh, more, you know, I think uh, cats, cat hair. Yeah, yeah. Cat hair, dog hair, animals, yeah. Well,
0: we're going to have a physician on next week that's going to give us some clarification on that, and I'm looking forward to it because, you know, these are times that we have to take our – Health serious. We are to take our health matters in our own hands. You know, uh, we need to go to the doctor as often as possible and whenever you can afford it. Go to the doctor. Don't try to, you know, say that I'm going to shake this thing off, you know. And we are bad about that because we feel like, hey, we we can survive. But things of a miracle, man, things we should take for granted. Just having the flu, we should take those things for granted. But the flu, you know, it didn't kill young and old. So we have to be aware of these things.
2: Yeah, I think uh, this year, you know, like most when the winter times, the onset of the winter time comes in, uh, uh, they have flu shot that's coming out, and, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I take it sometimes, sometimes I don't. Uh, but, uh, you know, there was a lot of deaths last year from the flu. And basically, if you take the basic precautions of just hand washing and, and um, basically protecting yourself like that, you know, you should try to uh, cut it down as reasonably. Mostly, it's your diet, too, you know, the things you put inside your body. I mean, Lewis, you know, if you are uh, basically cutting your immunity system down by, you know, a lot of, you know, poor dietary habits. It can can you know, help too,
0: and that's so true. And that's something that we hadn't we hadn't had on the show in quite a while—a dietitian. And that's something that we had, we need to get on it. And I've been so busy just doing things in ministry and just with life that I hadn't been able to uh, get us a guest on a regular basis. Only because I've, I've value, I I value our guests. Uh, uh, let's see, our guests' availability, and I don't want to make up something that I can't be there. For. You know, I hate to schedule guests and say, oh, no, I can't make it on that signed date. Even though I have a schedule and things changes from time to time, but I want to be for sure that I'm here because I value my guests, uh, uh, my guests are uh, uh, gifting, and I also value my listening audience. I want our listeners to know that, hey, I'm going to be on there at the assigned time, and if, and if I can, we pray that we will have some shows and archives that they can just uh, – uh, listen to and, and enjoy And also be able to learn something Because that's what the ministry is about It's to help and change someone's life It changed my life You know it changes my life by having a relationship With God and God's people That's awesome there, brother. You know, sometimes people challenge you, man, how can you change your life? You can't, but God can. If you hang around Godly men and women, your life is going to be changed. If you study God's word, your life is going to be changed. And if people see how you interact with God and God's people, their life going to be changed. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Because Amen. I remember when... You
2: don't...
0: Was... Yeah, go ahead.
2: Okay, I, you know, I just, just uh, you know, I remember when when we were younger and then some of the you know, people that we had uh, uh, touched our lives, even when we were growing up, uh, a lot of people, you know, us in the right direction. We were going, going the other way, you know. Yeah. They call yeah. call Yeah. Mhm.
0: And, and, you know, and if somebody could do that that's not a Christian, that doesn't follow God wholeheartedly, and then if they could change your life, surely God and God's people can change your life, brother. I take this thing serious because it was someone that changed my life. You helped change my life. And people like you and other people helped change my life, man. Some people denied me some things. You know what? It changed my life. It let me know, hey, you can't expect these things to do what you do that ain't right. I lost job because I wasn't disciplined. But I look back over now, I think those people firing me, man, because it allowed me to say, hey, wait a minute, I can't keep doing what I do and expect to be blessed, expect good things to happen to me. You know, I had doors mm. closed in my face. But I look back and I say, hey, it was good for me to not to mm. go through that door because it changed my life. It gave me a greater, a greater revelation, a greater respect for God and God's people. I'm going to keep saying that. because God worked through people, places, and things.
2: Amen, amen, amen So uh, what what are some of the the things you have set up for uh, some of the street ministries uh, this week? Well,
0: what we do have coming up uh, next month for the juvenile ministry We're going to be doing, uh, going over there on November the uh, 17th Which is the third Saturday at the Cottrell House it's one of the juvenile centers that we go to the free on the inside in greatest place ministry, and we're gonna be doing a day of thanks over there, which is uh having a luncheon and just sharing uh the goodness of God with our young men and women through some games and we're gonna bring in some outside speakers. we've been doing that for a number of years. I think you joined us one year you and your yeah. wife was over there, so that's one of the events we got coming up and then uh um, uh the the month of uh november the uh the twentieth I believe is gonna be uh we're gonna go over to the senior citizens and share with them a uh day of thanks and also uh present the gospel to them in a nice soul and uh and and uh, uh soul in a desirable fashion because sometimes Rick I learned that when you get old and when you're unable to do the things you used to do, you start thinking that God don't wanna have a relationship with you. You start thinking that God can't use you anymore. A lot of the elder sisters they don't they they don't uh, believe that, but some of them do. Some of them just mad because they missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. They they didn't uh, appreciate their families, the grandkids and the kids, and nobody comes out to see them, and they just feel like that they're just by themselves. And just encourage
2: mm-hmm.
1: them that God has
0: out about them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and,
1: um, but we don't have you know, mm-hmm. we
0: don't have anything planned for the street ministry at this time. Uh, now we may come up with something because this it's no you know Rick I'm very mindful of November and December. Everybody comes out and helps out. And the, the streets is oversaturated just about with ministries because so, you know you catch your people's uh, large churches and organizations. They they save their money for this time of year so they can go out mm. with the coats and the. Caps and the shoes and all that stuff, which is needed. But the day after January the first, everybody go back to their little uh, uh, office and, and and back to their regular routine. And the, the need is still there. It, need it, is it, still for, there. Yeah, but for sixty days, man, you you find people being bombarded with love for sixty days. But on the sixty first day, it's kind of like, okay, I don't know you.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, they have a mass turkey giveaway. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, they have a mass turkey giveaway, and people give out food, and, and you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, and and all that's good. All that is it's very deserving. But it's also time for uh, people to just uh, be mindful that the, uh, the upcoming year they're going to need the same thing. And, yeah. and, and Ricky, this is the time of year that I like to partner with other organizations because with our little six or seven people, Versus 600 people on one end, it's just a little bit out, you know, the it, the scale isn't quite right. Where you get people coming out with big trucks and and ovens and 18-wheelers, and, uh, and they're able to give out more than enough and meet the needs of you and your little SUV and your table and your 50 boxes of food.
2: Mm. So you're saying the mass corporations, they mostly – can afford all this, and they basically have mass giveaways. Where do they do this at, uh, Revenue? Is downtown or where? Yeah, yeah, they do it at downtown. Well,
0: do they, do it that? It. Uh, they do it up, they'll do it where it used to be up under the bridge, but they'll be down under the Dallas Life Foundation. And they even open up uh-huh. the convention center. And they open up the uh-huh. convention center, and we hear about it from time to time. And the Salvation Army does it on a, on a mass scale. They'll go around in trucks and pick up people. And they'll do a little mobile setup where they have a uh, Salvation Army mobile van and they'll go where they homeless or uh, populated at or where they uh, where they migrate to and they'll just sit up their little campsite there and share the gospel with them. And Not so much of the gospel, but just sit up and give them food and clothes. Pretty well just a hat and scarf. There's three yeah. things that they'll give them. They'll give them a stocking, they'll give some gloves, they'll give some socks. Mm. And so those yeah. things, that, and and if you like to do stuff like that, get with some large organization, and and down at the Dallas Life Foundation, uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, they have a large churches go down there, and they'll serve the And like we do that once a year. They'll go down there and serve lunch mm-hmm. at, the, at Dallas Life,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: is great. They go in there with uh, with a hundred turkeys and you know and 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 all the fixing and stuff to go with it.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, uh, what's uh, what's what's pretty what's pretty good on the day? What was in the news around today? What do you what have you heard about some kind of news report? What's happening around in this city of Dallas this year? This week. Well,
1: well, one
0: thing that uh, that uh, uh that I had been thinking about was uh. And I noticed it the other day, is just, uh, 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 just the transportation needs. You know, they took the bikes off the street, one the little yellow bikes that they used to do, and then they had the little mm-hmm. scooters around. And I see that the, the scooters are not as popular as the bikes was. And I'm wondering about the concept behind that. Because the same people that rode the bikes, they should be able to ride the scooter. but you don't see people like that anymore. And I'm wondering why is that happening? Is, is it because of finances? I don't think so because the same ones that rode the bikes are able to ride the scooters. Is it a, a so not knowing or being how's,
2: uncomfortable? How the scooters powered? How do you power it up? Or how do you pay for it for the to start it up?
0: Well, you pay for it through a little app that's on your phone, and you just scan the app, and it'll take a a payment from your debit card. And most people have debit cards because they they receive money from uh, social security, from disability, and so a lot of people that live in on the street that that we consider to be homeless, they have some type of resources.
1: Hmm. But I'm just wondering,
0: is there a lot of un, uh uh, is there there are a lot of uh, injuries that's unreported riding these scooters? Because I see these people,
1: well, they
0: drive very fast, and maybe they're having an a underlying report of injuries that's not getting to the public because they want the schoolers to be acceptable. Because sometimes they don't report certain things.
2: Well, what I see, I don't see them. Uh, it mostly have to have a lane to travel on. Because they're real fast, bro. Let's see things go by 10 to 15 miles an hour. They're twenty miles an hour, I believe. They're real. They're real fast. And so if you try to ride them on the freeway, I mean uh, sidewalks, the sidewalks, the sidewalks, are not really, you know, uh, uh, friendly for it. You know, and there's of probably, probably a lot of accidents on these, uh, riding through these things. And on the other side of the thing, you know, like these people used to ride the bicycles most of the time. You got to be trained in order to use these, you know, devices. You know, you just can't say you just want to jump up and get on them and drive down the you know, street and, you know, go the opposite way from the traffic. You know, some people ride off in the middle of the streets and you blow out them the air like they don't hear you. They, they, they really act like they don't care. They want to make their own rules up. But, you know, uh, when, uh, you remember when the horse and the buggers buggies and the horses and, and stuff we used to go around everywhere. You know, at first there was a lot of accidents between the buggies and the horses. And then they they got the first automobile. The first automobile used to have a lot of wrecks because the people wasn't used to seeing these things. And, the, and a lot of the uh, cars, the new cars and the horses used to have confrontations between each other. 'Cause they wasn't used to these uh devices. And as the years went on they had to, you know, develop freeways, sidewalks and ro- you know, roads and you know, and then the horses got out dead, right?
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying. And you have yes yeah, change in time. And and I'm wondering yeah. are the younger people are uh, are more uh Comfortable with the uh, scooters and the older generation because young people they don't mind you know that just you know pushing the limit and the older people are more yeah. wiser so maybe they geared up toward yeah. the younger yeah. gen- population and the older ones which is on the street are just uncomfortable with things like that so you know that's one thing that I yeah. that I think, uh, that I'm mindful of.
2: Well, you know, like I used to watch these. Um, these pictures, like uh, I used to watch stuff like the Jetsons and stuff like that, where well, you see all these flying cars and motorcycles and the air and all that. But basically, if you look at, it, we're living in a new time. You know, Louis, you know, you know this is 2018, and you know I could say uh, time is flying, and and technology is flying. And for you know, even I'll, stuff like we ride around every day like an automobile it might be our day one day you know we got cars that's driving themselves. they got um, robots driving cars you know and for you know it, you know we might see all this stuff like we see on these movies and TV screens you know it just about a time yeah that is so true
0: that's so true and one other thing too Ricky that's coming to the forefront is the voting You know, we got this midterm election that's coming up here uh, next month, and uh, I had a young man that come out to the house just the other day, and he was uh, giving out uh, a. They was just doing a a survey on the on the voters that they have in a given block and area code, and and so he wanted to uh, just ask us what we're aware of voting coming up. Do we know what precinct that we need to vote in and. uh, and uh, you know, are we registered to vote? He didn't. It re- he didn't say what party it was, but I, but I felt comfortable that he was with the Democratic Party, and so I told him we was ready. Yeah, we, we was gonna vote. And you know, vote, man, we had to take this thing to heart. You know, we say, well, it's gonna happen anyway, but it's not, and it's not gonna happen the way people think it. You know, God, he, God he intervened on everything, but if God says you don't want, if you don't want nothing to change, then ain't nothing gonna change.
1: It's kind of like having
0: faith. If you don't believe nothing's going to change, and if you don't act towards the change that you, uh, that you have a faith in, it ain't going to work.
2: So what are some of the What's some of the issues that we're looking for in the city of Dallas? What do you think is, uh, we I know we got to have a new, uh, uh, you know, we got to replace some people down at the uh, city council. And, uh, what are some of the major issues you think we have around here in Dallas?
0: One of the issues, that, Ricky, that I'm aware of, and you are too, you may not think much of, is the homeless population. You know, I'm going back to that again. We need to be able to yeah. set up resources and agencies to help more with the homeless population. And we realize that it's going to always, be, homeless, is going to always be among us. But we could do something to reduce it. I was looking at a news article. They they said that Hollywood, California. The place that they make movies where stars and entertainers and billionaire billionaire billionaires live there they said they have the largest homeless population in the country. I got to think around all that wealth. why would it be so many homeless people because people so sometimes we get selfish sometimes we just get uh uh or we get numb to the uh to our surroundings, and so that's something that we need here in Dallas we need. And Dallas is working
1: on it in their own way, but hey, we
2: ought to be able to do more mm. well, do you think it's something like a, uh, uh, a a racial divide? Is it a problem between uh, you know different parts like we go back to the zip code thing again, you got certain districts and certain areas that more can't to more of the needs of the media or the need of the the uh, upper crust people in, in Dallas, you know, they don't really care about them.
0: No, I don't think on? it's so much as a black and white thing. Just between me and you and all that's listening, it's more of a God thing. We find out with men and women that believe in God that are Christian, we're ignoring the, the fact of homelessness and other, you know, ills of society. We want to say, that's okay, God, go fix it without having us being involved. Go and work through people. And sometimes, Rick, as a as a religious organization, as Christians, we tend to overlook some of those things. I'm saying that I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection. I say that not picking on, on, on any religious uh, you know, set because I'm a Christian. I'm picking on myself. That As Christians, we ought to do more. I would think we would do more. And some of them are, some of them are, but there's a lot more churches than it is a a lot more homeless people, I think, because you have all these little churches that's got all these people. And man, if you put all these people together, they probably outnumber the homeless population. I would think, because you know, we only see a homeless population in big groups. But just think, if you had all these little churches with they twenty people, I say every church, eighteen churches got thirty people in it. In one in one little zip code, you got eighteen. Uh, you know, you got more than eighteen churches. Say you have thirty-five to forty churches with fifty people in the church. You know what I'm saying? And then you go to another zip code. You got forty-five, fifty churches with sixty people in it. You know? I deal with homeless people, and they you know you got no more than maybe a hundred and eighty gathered up at one time. So you got a lot more mm-hmm. churches than you do homeless people.
1: And if we were,
0: as a church and society, could be, uh you know, combine together and address this homeless, this homelessness, the way that God would uh, present it to us, we might be able to not condemn this. But you know, we're gonna have our homelessness gonna always be among us.
2: Well, Jesus said that. <laughs> Well, yeah. uh, you know, uh, what what is the problem? You know, do people really? They don't want to relate to them. They don't want to help them. They don't want them be to be around them. Uh, basically basically, they ashamed of them.
0: It's a little bit of huh? both. I think it's a little bit of both. And a lot of times, people that got hurt because, as people that grew up in the church and their parents or grandparents may have tried to help some homeless people or people that was uh. They were just in need, and they may have felt like they were being taken advantage of. And people are still living on past experience. Why would I want to help you when you're going to take advantage of me? When you took advantage of my dad and my grandma, and that I heard, I saw it and I experienced that, so I'm not going to do that because you're going to take advantage of me. And that's what people' mindsets are. That I see it. We're scared to step out. You know, even Jesus was denied. Several times he was talked about several times, but he didn't stop doing what uh, the will of the father. And sometimes it hurts, man. It hurt helping people. I know God have been hurt. You could have been hurt. We all have been hurt at one time or another. And you may hear me time to time having a thick skin but a soft heart. You got to have a thick skin Mm -hmm. and a soft heart for God.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the. That's one of the problems, and basically I'm I'm trying to, I'm looking in, in, in this project that I'm working on. I'm trying to uh, figure out what caused this problem, how can it be addressed, and how can you solve it? You know, and, and I know it's a real hard thing to do, and it has to be looked in because, like you said, you know, you've you got, people in these big areas of where there's a lot of money. And then around the same area where there's a lot of money, you see a lot of poverty. You see a lot of people that don't have money. You know, mostly it seems like there's people that got the money or overlooking the people because basically they don't want to have time to help them because they say, if I could do it, you can do it. You know, and that's the mindset that they got that that I had to go out and work hard and I did this and nothing was given to me. And you basically, you got the same, you know, skills and you got the same body that I got. Why can't you do it? You know, and Mm -hmm. that's the mindset most. I think most people put on it, you know, uh, you made a mistake. And then you didn't know how to uh, 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 move up from your mistake. But basically, Reverend Lewis, it's more than making a mistake. Some of these things are mental problems, too, also.
1: It's yeah, yeah that's what we need, need to address
0: those needs. Mind, body, and soul. Man, it's a threefold fold thing, L.A., like Ricky. The mind, the body, yeah. and soul. Get their mind right, get their spirit, their soul. That physical man, get him in the right relationship with God and man. Get his health right. And then, you know, and then it's relationship with God. So you hit on something there. It's a threefold ministry. That's
1: something that you could address. Yeah. Yeah. Mind, body, and soul. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. And and if you look at it, uh, like you say, you see there's a lot of churches around in these areas. And basically, you know, you don't see them doing it, uh, uh, reaching out to, you know, help. Uh, but when you see them, they most, like you say, just for a time being, and then all of a sudden they disappear,
1: you know? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's something
0: we're guilty. And we as a black church, we're more guilty than, uh, uh, than what we should be. We're more, uh, 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 let me put it this way. We should be more aware than than other churches and other races should be because we came from difficult times. We came from challenging times. And we know that if God had brought us to this point here, surely He could do the same thing for our brothers and sisters that have seen the fall, that fell through the crack. We can reach back and give them a hand and help change their life. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, because I said the story of the Samaritan, that good Samaritan, ought to be the story of the church where everybody else walked by, but the church, you know, the, you know, the company they walked on by, they didn't have it. The big executive and the well-educated, they didn't stop, but somebody from the church stopped by and ministered ministered to this man, took care and carried him to somebody, carried him to the church.
1: And Mm -hmm. told
0: him, saying, you know, uh, God's going to meet those. You know what I'm saying? That's the way you would do that in a sense. I, I, I did a message on that one time where it was like that, where the church was at Good Samaritan, where we stopped yeah. by, where the executives well, um, and the CEO kept on going, but somebody from the church stopped by.
1: There's
2: another issue, too, uh, I like to address, too. You know, like, um, uh, uh, you know, you remember when we were young and we lived in South Dallas and we would see all these different uh, stores or like these mom and pop stores and South Dallas and oh basically uh, uh it was kind of dry everywhere. We didn't have all these wet counties like we have now where alcohol is sold all around the city. There was basically one part of the place where you could buy the alcohol and then you couldn't buy it in Oak Cliff. But now we got we got it everywhere, We got we got drinks and and everywhere and everywhere and, and 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 really the main source of uh, of uh, of addiction to people I believe is alcohol because it's an easier easier route of excess for them to obtain rather than this other stuff like uh I would say crack and uh, this all stuff they got out there. They got a new stuff. Uh, it's a synthetic thing. It's called K2, which basically what it's doing to these uh, people is uh, it's killing them because it's um, it's addictive. It's greatly addictive. And and what it happened is is it's basically when it first came out, it was it came it sprung out on the people and it, and. The, and they didn't really know what it was, the the, the police and you know stuff because they were selling in these little stores. You know. They selling it in the stores. Yeah. And and it's going out and basically it's killing mentally and physically. It's killing the people. Uh alcohol, whether you say it or not, you say it's legal, but it's one of the biggest it's the one of the biggest killers known known to man of American people, because it's it's it it's addictive and it's hard to basically kick because, and like I say, like I said before, it's cheap. You know, the wine, the beer, room, but the greatest stink is the wine and the alcohol, the liquor, liquor. You know. They drink it, and it basically kills you from the inside. Slowly, it kills you slowly.
0: Yeah, and, and it's so true, you know. And that's why t- during the holidays, and nobody ever be aware of it. Maybe they do. I always think about. It. They said, "In spirits, of soul here." You know, the spirit the demonic the spirit. spirit is sold here. The spirit it's of a spirit. Is a spirit. spirit. The spirit of corruption is sold here. The spirit mm-hmm. of demonic thoughts are sold here. Alcohol bring up all those things on you, and they are spirits. That's you know what they say. And spirits the spirit. are sold here. So, so you hit on something there, brother. You know where I used to drink. I used to drink and people gonna drink until the day I die, you know, but we have to be mindful behind those drinks uh, and there's a spirit that lurks inside of each and every one of us that's ready to be released. We got him in lockdown, but once you start drinking it, you give him the key and he gets out and he runs havoc for twenty four hours. <laughs> mm. And then you lock it back down. but The damage has already been done. You done cussed out your boss and your wife and you done wrecked the car and you done got into fights and went to jail. The damage has already been done. And the spirit has come back
2: in life. I look at it, it too. I look at it, it too. You know, I work at some of these football games. And, you know, you got these high-class people coming in. and We were working at the college football games. And they sell alcohol, and they come in there and they think they're having fun, and basically go there and some of them just make a fool out their sales. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, I remember the school, man. And, you know, it it didn't they they didn't sell alcohol and when I was going to college down there. You know, and it was a dry county, and we had to go about about fifteen to twenty miles down the road buy some something. Then we buy our big cases of it. We bring it back to the dormitory. And then we sitting up there and we just get killing ourselves. You know what I mean? We get yeah. we get food. And then the next day we say, Man, what we do that <laughs> But now you got the stores on every county. I mean every 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 store you got it. You know, and then they basically uh, I remember when they first started selling it, boy and the first day, the first week they had kids, young kids, most of them, most of everything. They had women. They had women. Young girls. Sloppy drunk. I said, God.
1: Yeah, you know? Yeah, I know.
0: And, and that was terrible, man, because it was a time that you tried to uh, better yourself and your family and say, well, I'm going to move to this side of town because they don't have this or that. And now you find that no matter where you're at, now it's the same whether it's on the east side, west side, or north side. You know, it's no really no safe place unless you're in the arms of God. You know, even yeah. man, woman, boy, girl, we all have to be safe. You know, they, you know, just the other day yeah. we can we can really get out of here. But the other day, man, I was I was blown away. when this little guy got mugged at the bus stop, man. And he said he got mugged over his uh his, over his uh, uh what's it the liquid cigarette, uh, his his pipe or hell, or whatever they call it.
1: You
2: know, hey, guy, uh, the up,
0: yeah, they're vaporizing. Yeah, they vapor. guy comes up and says, man, let me yeah. hit your vapor. I said, no, that's, da-, you know, that's nasty anyway. He said, man, he said no. Oh, man. And then he said, oh, you know, the guy started punching him. Punched him in the face and took the vapor. And, and I wondered, you know, I thought about some if he got the vapor, he's going to need a refill. I wonder whether he tried to search the guy for the refill while he was punching him in the face. You know, got man. the vapor and went out. I said, my God, over a vapor cigarette? Those the things
2: j- are like a thug, man. They, uh, they get Yeah. Yeah. I think somebody told me it's liquid, liquid, uh, nicotine. Yeah. Uh, nicotine. <laughs> I call yeah. it. I I, you know I mean, they created one thing and created one problem. Created, you know, yeah. thought they were solving one problem and created another problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. guys on the job smoking and they be out there sucking out some, man, that's like liquid gold, man. Cause whoever invented that <laughs> in the supply, they making a ton of money. I, I yeah. need to get in
2: on something like that. that's that's gold. Up and they said, that's not liquid gold. <laughs> I think, and then I, went, to in the, I went in the I went in the store today. I went and sell my lemon all day. They got them kind of compound and kind of mini vapors, a little pack. Yeah, they used to be yeah. kind of large. You know, the thing kind of used to be about five inches long at first. Now it's about a three inch long device that they basically they suck
1: on. out uh, of smoke? Yeah.
0: You know, in our job, uh, like most of y'all, they don't want you smoking indoors. But now with the liquid vapor, man, you can smoke inside, inside now, cause the vapor dissipate real, real, real quick.
1: But we don't mm-hmm. know what we're headed, though, man. We don't know what that that stuff is that's coming yeah. out of there, man.
2: It's so thick. It's a spirit. <laughs> like yeah, I'm saying, it's no you know, a spirit too. It's
1: spirit. just
0: you know, also. Just that, you know just the idea that man, you yeah. know. But brother Daniel, man, it's time to get out of here, man. Uh, this has been a great conversation. I enjoyed it. We didn't have any guests today, but it's, a, it's always good just to talk about uh, uh, current affairs, man. And, and people need yeah. to hear this. A lot of people been thinking about what we're saying, but they may not have had the opportunity to share it. And we didn't go in depth in anything but uh, because it was just two friends talking. That's all it is. Yeah. We we're just two friends just talking about uh, current events, you know. And it's a joy when you can sit down and talk to another member. A man, a god, and a woman, a god, and just reflect on the goodness of God, and knowing that God is mm-hmm. no respect person, brother. The same one that's yeah. that's uh, hooked on that on that on that uh, vapor, man. God loves them too. The same guy that mugged the guy, God loves them too, and God loves the mm. Christians just as much as He loves the sinner, man. And, and we're gonna pray about right. some from, from resolution on the homeless population. Because I was homeless at one time. I know the effects. I know that God changes things, brother. I know. Brother Dane, we're going to get on out of here. I'm going to have a word of prayer. I know you always pray for us. And if you want to pray, you can. I know I always ask you if you want to uh, close out the word of prayer, you're welcome to. Let you, I, I'll, I'll
2: let you do it today. I'll let you do it today. Reverend Lewis, I'll let you do
1: it today.
0: Well, God bless you. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you in the name of you. Dear Lord, we thank you for another day that wasn't proper so We thank you for another opportunity to be on this program, dear Lord, to share about the goodness of you, uh, about you, dear Lord, how you works in everything, dear Lord. You're working through all nations, our people, our cultures, dear Lord. You mm-hmm. work in dear Lord, that we all may come to a resolution that you are Lord and you are Savior. Dear Lord, I we'll pray that you address some of these issues that we talked about today. The homeless population, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to arrest that. Dear Lord, give us the mindset, dear Lord, to do the things according to your will and your glory. We pray, dear Lord, for those, dear Lord, that are dealing with health issues, dear Lord. If we bring someone in next week to talk about asthma, dear Lord, we know that you are a healer, dear Lord. We know that you are a uh, waymaker, dear Lord. We know that you hold our power in your hand. Give us a uh, uh, and assurance, dear Lord. Everything going to be all right. Precious Lord our God, we lift up our city officials and congressmen and women at such a time that we get ready to uh, make this election, dear Lord. Let our election speak, uh, uh, speak to uh, your voice, dear Lord. Let your voice speaks over all the candidates the, uh, and the and. And uh, and politicians, dear Lord, to let them know that you're in charge, dear Lord. Let your r- word reigns forever and ever. Precious Lord God, we thank you for our brother Daniel. We thank you for our listening audience, dear Lord. We pray, dear Lord, that something was said through this program, dear Lord, that give them a desire to seek and have more of you. Dear Lord, If we go down to the juvenile center, we ask you to go before us, dear Lord. Encourage our young men and women Uh, The the thing that they're doing is foolishness, dear Lord. The thing that they're doing, dear Lord, is is not desirable in your eyesight, dear Lord. But let them know that you will be with them, dear Lord. Let them know, dear Lord, that you can make that crooked path straight in their life. Dear Lord, allow us to be blessed and alive to this dying world. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.
2: Amen, amen. So, so okay. but, we'd like to see y'all to be free here. on the inside. Yes,
0: sir. Yeah, yes.
2: make them free yes. on the
0: inside. Yes. And before we get out of here, we just like to say uh, we want to thank our uh, part of our listening audience, Miss Vera Squire. Miss Vera Squire is a very gifted writer and a poet. She have three. Uh, she have a book with three short stories, Black Gumbo, Hurricane Katrina in New Orleans, and Soul and Poetry and Eve, uh, the Apple, and we ask you to pick up those, uh, books there, that's one book there with three different, uh, subject matters, so we ask you to go to, uh, go to eBay and to the bookstore to see about picking that up, and, and bless Miss Vera Squire, amen. Brother Daniel, we'll talk later, you and your family be blessed today, okay?
1: Amen. Thank you, Brother Lewis.
0: God bless you. This another great episode of Free on the Inside, looking forward to speaking to you later, uh. Uh, At the next appointed time This is a weekly podcast Saturday morning from 8 to 9 With great guests And uh, your host, Mr. Lewis And co-host, Brother Richard Daniel Until we uh, meet again Be strong in the Lord And the power of his might
2: Pray on the inside
1: Mmm.